When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Before we start uh, on Sports Talk, we're going to throw it to Ian Ozan, who's keeping an eye on what's happening out in Kansas City, where uh, it's being reported uh, 10 to 15 people may have been injured and people in some cr- critical condition at the Kansas City Chiefs uh, Super Bowl rally. So, Ian, I'll let you take over. Thank you, Mike. And what we're hearing right now from Kansas City Police, they just finished a press conference a little while ago confirming one person dead, up to 15 people wounded in the hospital right now. And I just spoke with uh, a former co-worker of mine who's now an executive producer at one of the Kansas City TV stations. And what he's hearing from the Kansas City Fire Department is one dead, three critically injured, five with serious injuries, one person shot with non-life-threatening injuries. And those are the people they know right now who've been shot. The hospitals and uh, other medical centers are being overwhelmed right now. Police still trying to figure out the extent of it. I also heard from one person, uh, this uh, former coworker of mine heard from one person who was at the scene, said he did CPR on one of the victims, so much blood, uh, and the scene was just absolute chaos. Right now, police still investigating. We know two people are in custody, but this is a fluid situation. And as we get deeper into the night, I'm sure we'll be learning more about what exactly happened, the condition of the victims, and if there are more people who were wounded. Thank you, and uh, Keep us up to date on everything that is happening out in Kansas City. Uh, just a tragic situation. And we, we hear way too much of this uh, happening now today. It's just the way society is. And Um, This could virtually happen anywhere, uh, to be honest with you. But, Ian, uh, keep us up to date on everything that is happening out in Kansas City. And this was after the Kansas City Chiefs uh, parade and rally. Uh, So we'll we'll keep you up to date here, right here on the Big 870. Uh, Charlie, uh, I think the crazy part about it today in the NFL news is Steve Spagnola gets a raise and an extension on a contract winning the Super Bowl, and it's just a crazy spot where, you know, Steve, it didn't work for him here. He was not successful as a head coach uh, with the Rams, Uh, but, man, he made it work with the Giants, a great defense. It did matter. The personnel he had at that time with the Giants, especially that front four, was so good. And he goes to Kansas City, and this is a relatively young football team uh, with a lot of draft picks, one stud player in Chris Jones, and over the last three years, seven draft choices. And I'm not just talking about just your average Joes. I'm talking about seven guys that can make a difference on the defensive side of the football. He gets an extension and a raise, 
And and Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, they they threw him under the bus. He gets fired today. You could see things weren't working out well between him and Kyle Shanahan. NFL can be a cruel business sometimes, guys. It's That's like it. We were talking last week leading up to the Super Bowl. We mentioned Steve Spagnola, his different stints and how he's so hit or miss. It's unbelievable. His first time with the Giants, his first year there as a DC, he wins a Super Bowl. Then he goes to the Saints. He has the worst defense of all time. He goes back to the Giants as a DC, a terrible defense in his first year. At least he picked it up in year two, and then he goes back to he goes to the Chiefs as the DC and wins the Super Bowl in his first year. So, uh, yeah, very well, hit or well, miss. Well, for it was Charlie. When you think about that, and Mike. Um, <laughs> You look at, you know, obviously the head coaches like Belichick, Andy Reid, uh, uh, you know, you get the recognition like winning as a head coach. But Charlie, off uh, the top of my head, I can't think of another uh, offensive or defensive coordinator that has four Super Bowl rings. I think he's the first. With, with two different he be, teams? He becomes the first, so, and so he's what? got it with two different uh, teams. Two Giants and, and, and two with the Chiefs, right? Yeah. And so... <laughs> and, and then you throw in there what's mind-boggling, like I was telling you, penthouse, outhouse, going on a roller coaster. He not only was uh, outstanding, and look what have he done for me lately where he's at right now, but he coached the worst defense in NFL history, the bounty gate for the Saints. Sean Payton came back on board as the head coach. He was fired. Sean didn't even wasn't even in the same building with him being able to coach. It was the worst defense in NFL history. You want to try, talk about being persistent. And so the only thing I could say is that uh, I think the players might have had something to do with it. Just a little bit, right? I, I think this game. Players and, matter. And, and, yeah, and what he's done with the Giants and the Chiefs. So, uh, like, that, that, that wasn't too far gone how all of a sudden in 2011, I think, was the greatest Saints team as far as uh, the new greatest show on turf. Yes. Did not win a Super Bowl. And how, because the bounty gate, we fall by the wayside. You know, look at Greg Williams. Okay, he's out. Sean's out. Mickey has to serve a suspension and all that. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo comes in. We have interim coaches and all that. And uh, thank God we had Drew Brees. We really would have fell apart. Uh, because in 2012, our offense was, uh, well, I think we were top three. And then you went back to the playoffs and actually won a, an away playoff game in Philly. Yeah, so uh, I, uh, Spags, I, I got to give him a lot of credit, uh, what he's done. But when you look at, uh, Mike, what occurred in, um, with Steve Wilkes in the 49ers, everybody, it's just human nature. Everybody has to have a scapegoat. And the one thing why I kind of take up for Steve Wilkes that he comes in, he knows defenses, but it still was not his defense. The one that the defense they were running, that's D'Amico Ryans, who left to become the head coach of the Texans. But he still he had to make it work. Now, they had the players, you know, but there was too many to me. It could be lack of communication, whatever, busted coverages. The last play of the game. Uh, Andy Reid, I have to say, Andy Reid and his staff outcoached the 49ers staff to say the least. And especially fourth quarter overtime. Yes. The they over- knew the rules well, yeah, and yeah, understood yeah, the, but, what but, was but happening. But I'm just talking about actual like plays. I agree they with you. They ran a switch route uh, where they were so worried about Kelsey. It was right after they got the turnover from the, the, the fumble on the punt. Now, that's a freakish thing. <laughs> I mean, it hits, and that's it's the, the only time they scored a touchdown it, it, in three quarters. It hits off the, Think uh, of that. The, the, you know, the, the return team's uh, leg, and then the guy tries to pick it up, then he fumbles. The next play, look how wide open uh, they ran that switch play. They weren't about Kelsey. So I think that's where I think Shanahan was frustrated, where uh, that, to me, when you break down the film and all that, uh, that's a mental bust. It's not like you 
oh, you all over him, you have great coverage, and he just happened to make a great coach. No, he's freaking wide open. That touchdown was wide open, and the game-winning touchdown is wide open. So uh, that's kind of like a, a mental breakdown. Uh, and the coach is always going to be the fall guy because you coaching those guys. To They're make, not going to get rid of all the players. Yeah, to make sure you're they know the responsibility. It. Exactly. It's a cruel business, but uh, we, we see it here with, with Steve Wilkes. And so uh, there's a lot of talk. Brandon uh, Staley, the former head coach with the Chargers, uh, maybe one of the guys that they're taking a, a real long look at. He's got some connections uh, with Kyle Shanahan. So um, you can see where that goes. Also, too, I had to- uh, Okay, he didn't work out as a head coach at the Chargers. But he was with the oh, Rams. Oh, 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 okay, but when, when he was with uh, – okay. Rams. Uh, he, he, but, but, uh, but, no, when he was the head coach, though, with the Chargers. Right. Okay, uh, did the Chargers defense kick ass? Nope. Uh, no. And they had players. Look at the money they invested. Khalil Mack, the other Boza brother. I mean, Joey. Look at the players that they've had. He's supposed to be in charge of the defense. So I, I, That's why he got fired. That was his department. Right. And so uh, when I look at it, I, I don't know. If he ends up with the 49ers, I don't know if he would be a better option than Steve Wilkes. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert. Uh I got a text about this, about talking about uh, Brendan Daly. Uh, Brendan is a guy that has come the last 19 years to the Louisiana line camp. He's coached mostly defensive line, linebackers. That's been his spot. Uh, this coming this past Sunday was his eighth Super Bowl appearance as a coach, as an assistant. He's won six and lost two. Before he was with the Chiefs, he's the Chiefs linebackers coach and run defensive coordinator. So him and Spags go back a long way. And when Spags took the job, first thing he does, he's going after Daly because Daly is with the Patriots. So it would be his eighth Super Bowl as an assistant, and he's been on six winning teams, lost two. But uh, this is a Pete Jenkins line, and I've said it before. Pete said, Mike, 
Uh, he's a damn good coach, but what he is, he's as good a talent evaluator as you. You know why? He followed the quarterback. He followed Tom Brady in New England. Now you got Mahomes out in Kansas City. Well, uh, Mike, a lot of times, you know, uh, now you want to move up or you want different responsibilities, a different environment. Uh, but if it's good, uh, it's not, you know, it's not always greener and not greener pastures elsewhere. He just stay home. I'm sure he's happy with his role where he he's at with the Chiefs. He did interview for the defensive coordinator spot with the Giants. I didn't get it, but he did interview for it. And it looks as though – Well, that was a good move. Uh, that staff <laughs> uh, up front defensively uh, for the Chiefs is staying intact. Well, with I think Spags, they with staying, Daly, uh, Joe Cullen, intact, uh, right? the defensive line coach. So, man, um, you talk about a really good young squad now. They got to do something with Chris Jones and also Ladarius Sneed, uh, the corner. Uh, those two guys' contracts are coming up, so you're going to have to spend some money on those two. Uh, now Mahomes has made it known, I'll be available if you need money, sort of speak to restructure, similar to what Drew Brees has done right. in the past or what Tom Brady did with the Patriots. Mike, uh, do you think? I don't know, Charlie. You can chime in here too. Whatever. Do y'all think? That Chris Jones has gotten enough credit in the postseason, how he's influenced the opposing quarterbacks. Mike, I told you this. I look at that Bills game because I've been back in that pocket. Uh, when you know about the timing and how you're going to make an accurate throw, but it's hard sometimes if you have to change the, tra- the trajectory of a ball because maybe you're getting hit at the same time, and you know you have a damn touchdown, but you quite. You don't have enough time, and it's not so much ad-libbing and escaping the rush and you make the throw. I'm talking about on-time plays that happened to Josh Allen with the Bills. You remember that one time he said, oh, we could have hit the under round and got the first down. But if the Bills block Chris Jones, uh, they have a touchdown on a skinny post. And they use a little off-target because of the damn rush by Chris Jones. If that happened uh, twice with Brock Purdy, he's going to have a touchdown. So I think we haven't recognized Chris Jones enough. And when you think about it, you know, people, uh, you know, how they look at individual, oh, well, maybe he needs to realize the team sport is being too greedy. Uh, I don't think he's being greedy. I think he's worth Now, if you push the right buttons, Mike, sometimes he might play when he wants it, plays when he doesn't. The very first game they lost to the Lions, if you remember, he was in the suite watching the game. He wasn't the second game, though. Uh, no, and, then he, and he was back, and he was back in the fold so uh, you might say, like, I think as a fan, and you and you have a player who makes impactful plays that makes a difference in outcome in the game. How can you not reward him? Yeah, that's, that's how I look at it. Chris Jones, to me, has not gotten enough credit. You know, the Chiefs defense as a whole, but you take out Chris Jones, the next cat they have in there, and all of a sudden maybe the the, the Chiefs aren't Super Bowl champs. Because people are like... They well, that cut. next man up didn't work against right, the right, Lions, right, did it? Right, right. They, they tend to follow the ball and not looking at what influences certain plays not being successful. Um, you know, and talking to Brandon about him and also Pete Jenkins, who did coach him, he was like, when he wants to, he can take over a game. But both of them brought up the fact that, okay, he does take maybe a player two off, but he is a really good leader. We saw it Sunday. Oh, yes. Coming off that field, man, in he's chewing half. behind on these guys. We got to hey. get going. Yeah. and But Pete was the first one to tell me, Mike, uh, the one thing with him, and he said, listen, I'm on him uh, when I've had to deal with him. 
I get on him about playing harder. And he said, you know, everybody's wired a little bit different. He's not that guy that's going to give you 100% or close to it each and every snap. But he said, the one thing I'll give him full credit, when the line is sort of dragging, he's the first one to jump somebody's butt about, hey, uh, you, you better step it up. Make a play. Uh, just don't count on me. You got to make plays, well, too. And, and, you see, and, I, and I think the Saints, uh, we don't have nobody like that. No. Cam Jarns up in age, and even Cam at his, his best, even though Cam could pass rush and have double digits, you know, he was complete every down defensive end against the run in the pass. But he wasn't like, okay, you look at Boza, how they could be explosive. You never viewed Cam Jordan as like uh, an unbelievable game wrecker. Now, maybe he was a wrecker a number of games against Atlanta. He did that. And getting to Matt Ryan, who was the statue back there. But overall, I look at like a Chris Jones. Mike, the closest thing that that I could see in Aaron Donald uh, is is a, right. ahead of the okay. group, but he's right there. Has the Saints ever had an Aaron Donald in the history of their franchise? Uh, no, I mean, Bob, the best defensive tackle I ever saw with them, Leroy Glover. Or, or yeah, okay, with the lunch bunch, right, Leroy right. Glover. When all of a sudden uh, the Saints, what did they have, Mike? It was like seventy some sacks or something, a sixty-eight, seventy. That was that two thousand season. They had Joe Johnson, Johnson uh, Leroy uh, Glover, Norman Hand, Norman Hand. Uh, no, no, now that. Boy, I, I tell you, that's a shame. Um, boy, if you could have put and, and listen, I love Jim Wilkes, uh, I love Frank Warren and all that. But if you could have had, I mean, you can't have everybody on the team. But you have the don't patrol linebackers with the lunch bunch, <laughs> Mike. It would be better than even the the uh, forty six uh, Bears defense. You know, you look at like okay, who just got put in a uh, senior member, uh, Steve McMichael in the Hall of Fame. You look at Dan Hampton. Uh, you look at um, Richard Dent. You look at all the Hall of Famers. I'm telling you, you put the lunch bunch and the don't patrol that D line and, and to get Mike. Uh, that's when the Saints had. We talk about best amongst the best. Uh, that's when they had that. And then right now, where we at now? You look on the flip side. The offensive line is like, okay, I, I think we could be better. Or we might be more consistent, but I think uh, it's over with. I mean, uh, you might say, oh, what are you talking about? You're gonna tell me we're gonna have uh, in the in immediate future, and I'm talking about a handful of years, three, four, five years. We ain't got to have no damn uh, Jari Evans, Carl Nix, uh, or Max Unger. You know, you know what I'm talking about when we were, like Bob, Teron Armstead and I'm all I'm not them. sure we see that again in our lifetime. Right, right. Uh, th- to have two like that. And, and, and that's a shame uh, we didn't take advantage of that and, and win another Super Bowl. Charlie, you got something that you want to add? Yeah, just on the lunch bunch, guys. In that 2000 defense, they had 66 sacks, yeah. which is ranked 7th in NFL history, history by a single yeah. team. The only team to surpass it since 2000, by the way. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles in 2022 had 70, but outside of that, all these teams in this top seven are the Raiders in 67, the Giants in 85, the Bears in 87, the Vikings in 89, and then the Bears in 84 had the most in a single season with 72. So There's a caveat to that 70. They played an extra game. Yeah, they played 17 games. But shout out <laughs> so, to the Oakland Raiders in 1967 had 67 sacks in 14 games, guys. So and so, yeah, that everything is kind of cut into different things. But you think about that in 14 games to get 67 sacks. Well, uh, the, the bottom line is the who we watch and who was dominant and and, and influenced the game. Chris Jones uh, could he play, influenced the game. Could play uh, for the Bears or the Lunch Bunch. Could play for all those teams. Uh, and, and and be dominant.
The one guy that was dominant, well, I'd say would be a poor man, Chris Jones, who uh, ended up playing with the Saints, and he played in Atlanta, and he played in the finishing with Washington with Jumpy Gathers. Now, Jumpy didn't play football to his senior year He's in a college. basketball player. Yes, he was with Antoine Carr, Wichita State. And then he plays his senior year. I want to say in college he had like 12 sacks. He, his nickname was the Human Forklift. I mean, Jumpy was uh, 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 now how you block Jumpy? Uh, you don't you cut really, him. You just cut him, <laughs> and you constantly try and mess up his knees. And then he might punch in back the head, whatever. But he gets so frustrated. But there's only so many individuals that when you truly watch them practice, and you go, well, well, shoot. And when they want to go, that cat's different than everybody we have trying to block him or anybody trying to get penetration. You know, you can look at, um, you know, who you're going to draft and, and, and how they're contributing. I think right now, more than anything, everyone looks at the ball, the new scheme, what we do in offensive with the Saints. You know what I'm not encouraged by? And I'm not necessarily discouraged, but I still think, eh, we kind of okay. Uh, where are we at with the offensive and defensive line? Everybody wants to talk about what kind of game changers we have. As far and as all receivers. this motion stuff, and and that'll help. That all will this help. motion, and you sort of getting people out of position. But it does matter who's doing it. You don't have Christian McCaffrey. You don't have a George Kittle. You don't have a Debo Samuel. They had five, uh, five, not pro, five All Pro. Trent Williams players, at left tackle. Five All Pro players of the 49ers. We can run that same scheme, and I think Clint Kubiak. Uh, we're we're going to be fine. They're going to try now with Kamara. If he's on board, I think he will be. Uh, uh, you know, you got to give up something to get some. We don't know what they could do as far as uh, trade, but let's say uh, he could do Christian McCaffrey type plays. Uh, plays, but when you look at the whole roster and, and the individual players, uh, I, I'm telling you, you got to have a great scheme, but you got to have great players. Uh, you can't have a great scheme and uh, so-so players, or you can have great players. And then the, the scheme's not so good. And then you're going to win some, but you're not going to win everything. So I think where we're at right now, I look at our offensive and defensive line. Uh, well, well, where, like you're not pro, winning in the trenches. Well, our pro football focus, no, we, we rank like mid-20s, and there's only 32 teams. Uh, so so that, 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 that's why I'm not overly optimistic. Until now, I see it. Yeah, until you see it. And then when you look at it, Mike and, and Charlie, uh, when I think about this, and who that nation that we're only one game away from winning 10 games. And it's monumental. You look at the Packers game, you could probably look at two or three games in the season, and you know, you're hovering around 589, 9 and 8. What it takes to get the 10 wins? It's so close, but it's so far. There's no reason why the Saints could not accomplish next year what Tampa Bay just did. Now, look at Tampa Bay, even like post-Tom Brady. They didn't win anything, but Mike, look, as of late, you know, we won four straight NFC South titles. Look at Tampa Bay. Uh, okay, now they've won three. And you know what they did? They host a playoff game, and they won. But they won at, a home playoff game. But look okay. at that schedule, Bob. When you look at it for 2024, you playing – much better quarterbacks. But it's a weak schedule still. It's still, but you're still playing a tougher group of quarterbacks, and I think the head coaches 
on those teams are better than the ones you played this past year? Well, uh, the, the thing is, uh, I, I think uh, strength of schedule, uh, again, it's not like, oh, well, look who the Saints have to play. No, it's still a weak schedule, but I think you're playing b- better quarterback. I think that is the big catch with all this. Well, you just have to go at what Mike you might think. Uh, Vegas don't have a dog in the hunt. The, the Vegas could care less if the Saints win or lose. Well, what are the odds of the Saints winning the Super Bowl? Well, well what did it happen? It's near the bottom. We barely, I think we're ahead of Carolina. And of Arizona. Uh, so what, we 30 out of 32? Uh, that's not too encouraging. I, I want to be encouraging. But, In the but, NFC. Yeah, but, but, but that, there's a reason why uh, Vegas has those odds. Charlie? Yeah. Guys, you're talking about the strength of schedule, and Bobby, you're right. It is near the bottom, but we also have to consider the teams that they played last year are going to be different this upcoming season. Specifically, the Panthers, I know they were 1-15. That really tanks the strength of schedule with two games against them. But then you're looking at teams like specifically the Chargers that now have Jim Harbaugh in the mix. Right? And, I mean, Justin Herbert's going to be healthy this upcoming year. You they're, the not going to win. they're not going to win five games again like they did this past year, guys. And then you're also looking at other opponents on their schedule. The Raiders were a lot better once Antonio Pierce took over. He's now the full-time head coach. The AFC West is just going to be tough altogether. Uh, and then there was one other team that I was looking at, the Commanders. They, they're the number two pick in the draft this year. They're not going to be running out Sam Howell. They're going to be running out a stellar rookie quarterback this upcoming season. Man, well, my well, thing I, is, well, well, you, at the you know, two spot, I picked Jaden Daniels. Correct. All this stuff about kind of uh, grouping up all these picks to get Caleb Williams. Man, I ain't giving up all that. Uh, let Chicago pick Caleb Williams and I pick Jaden well, Daniels. Well, well uh, on the hot, Mike uh, and Charlie, y'all bring it up about the Commanders. I mean, that, that's a loyal fan base. They ain't one Jack. No, uh, they, they need to they need to change that name. Redskins Commanders. They got to go with a new name uh, because uh, the, the, it's a disgrace what they they've been as a. But you want to talk about a, a franchise that have disappointed their fan base. And it, it ain't Joe Gibbs. They need the second coming of Joe Gibbs and, and, and what they were able to do. Mike, they were always in the hunt. Uh, I, I want to say off the top of my head that, that Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls, uh, you know, there. With different quarterbacks. And, think I, of that. Now, think about what Joe Gibbs did, okay? But I look at the commanders, and, and, and you think, I think they're – not that they're going to achieve great success, but they're a very underachieving team. You know, we always talk about the Chargers being very underachieving, the Commanders, because there's a team every year. Okay, I got a question for all, all the who that nation, anybody out there. Who's going to be the team this year like the Texans were? You know, there's going to be a team. The Texans were terrible before they had C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan. Who's going to be that team this year? Uh, Mike, the right quarterback. Tell, tell me the who commanders. Atlanta has at quarterback. Oh, don't don't tell me that. No, that, that, no, I'm just saying. No, that that makes yeah. Uh, look at what's happened with them. You think they might go for Russell Wilson? I don't. <laughs> Man, if I'm them, I go with a veteran. I try to get Kirk Cousins. But 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 what what of all of Justin Jefferson says? Man, I love Kirk Cousins. We need to keep him here. He's strong arm in the Vikings right now, guys. He's right, right. to sign that extension until they right. figure out what they're doing. Right. Yeah, ex- uh, no, don't blame him. We'll be back Kirk with more Cousins sports could talk. Could be the second coming of Matt Ryan. Oh, well, why would they want that? Uh, Matt Ryan was an MVP and took him to the Super Bowl. Hello. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go to Jimmy and Gretna. Jimmy, in the huddle with Bobby and Mike, and I know you got to talk Pelicans. Man, Monday night. Jimmy, I'm watching a bit of it, and they were winning like by 22 points. I think it might have been as high as 25. Man, I get in my truck to drive back, and in no time flat, it's down to like seven and then five. I'm like, you got to be kidding. There's no way that well, they can blow this lead to the Grizzlies with what they brought on the court. And three straight times, it can't be, but well, they ended and, up with the W. That's and, all that matters. And uh, Mike and Jimmy, I don't know. I'm like looking, uh, do they really want to play? Are they, they too uh, Mardi Gras out? Or are they, they waiting for the All-Star <laughs> break? Or they want to come back home? They scored four points. In the first 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. This is not high school. This is NBA. They scored four points. Memphis outscored New Orleans 14 to 10 in the fourth quarter. Well, that is an NBA game. When they scored 120, 110. The fourth quarter, uh, Memphis won 14 to 10. Now, that, that, that to me, well, I, I, don't, I haven't witnessed that, Charlie. And, and Jimmy. Uh, I've seen it in junior high and high school. But NBA, like, NBA. Four, 14 to 10? I, I was like, you got to be Bobby. kidding me. <laughs> Bobby, listen, how many times have I called y'all up saying I'd rather have a player on the Saints team, an undrafted guy with no money, living in his apartment by himself, right by airline, no girlfriend, no kids, because he'll die for the ball, right? Same applies here. The Grizzlies had a bunch of 10-day contract guys off the street. I mean, they're barely NBA players, but they want to, they want to eat. So, you know, they're, they're, they're scrambling for the ball, and, and they're, they, they're luckily they held on – to that game. Look, me and my wife, Valentine's tonight, we're actually going to the Pelicans game tonight. And uh, So wait, so wait, so, 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 so Jimmy, romantic... Jimmy, 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 okay. I'm what? glad you're going to the Pelicans game. <laughs> now, you got to do what your wife wants to do. Does she want Dude, you're not, you're, did, did you're she not want you to take her to the uh the Wizards game, Pels and Wizards, or that's something you're not on, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. I'm yeah. going to tell you the honest to God truth. She had same season tickets before I met her. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So she likes her, okay? Yeah. I, I, before we met, before I put some king cake babies in her and made our family, <laughs> we um, we basically she actually and I kid, we had the same. Well, it was the Hornets. It was the uh, I'm in magnet on our first day. We had the same magnet on our car. A true story. She was a season ticket holder. Long story short. So yeah, oh, we did okay. everything else. We're gonna. I got work early tomorrow. And uh, we're going to go check out the game. But they what? Charlie, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Jimmy, you got work. That's the first time I, I ever heard you yeah, say he, you had he, work. That's a dirty uh, word. He I'll thought that was a finger. dirty word to I, you. I, I, I thought you were uh, <laughs> living in that, tr- that trust fund life. 
or something. I'm gonna <laughs> I'll point the finger, buddy. You know that. I gotta go. I gotta go. I got some heads are gonna roll. I got. Oh, wait, listen. Let me let me swing into y'all. were talking a little bit about game changers. What do y'all realistically? Because Cam Jordan might go down as the greatest. I know it's a, it's debatable, right? With Ricky Jackson, Sam Mills, even some of these other players we talked about. Cam Jordan might go down as the greatest Saints defensive player in the history of the franchise, especially statistically with the sack record. But is this his? Is this going to be his last year? And would you say with him getting older, you know, and, and, you know, father time always wins. Do you expect him to kind of announce possibly that this could be his last year? Or do you guys think he's going to try to squeeze out a couple more years? Well, well with, uh, uh, I, with someone else. Well, uh, now it's all hindsight, but I remember in August, his dad and all came to town. Uh, I know Steve Wilkes, uh, Steve, uh, Jordan. Uh, Steve Jordan, Steve Wilkes, Steve Jordan from when he was a tight end with the Vikings. And, um, uh, yeah, he was all in town, and uh, Cam signed that extension in August. I'm like, uh, well, well, why are the Saints even giving Cam Jordan extension right now? Uh, so they they believed that much in him. Now, they didn't know that he finally was going to get hurt because he never got hurt dealing with the ankle injury throughout the season. But uh, Cam, I think, is going to be motivated to have a bounce back here. But with his age... I mean, uh, he's you still take keep, it year to year. Uh, yes, I, I mean he, he he might do uh, he might do awesome uh, the twenty twenty four season. Then twenty twenty five, he's not the same. The one guy to me who has been unbelievable when you talk about free agency and coming on board. You want to talk about a hit, and we're going to talk about when free agency uh, what players are available to help the team better. The one player besides Drew Brees was Demario Davis. That's it, it, it's, it's not, not even, even a close. debate. Not uh, even uh, a the, at the level and his age that he's played at, just look at, I think the Jets, the Jets always make mistakes. <laughs> but for the Jets to let him go and how he's contributing in the Saints uniform, uh, no, Demario Davis, uh, no, has uh, been unbelievable. And Un- he has stayed relatively level. healthy. Right, right. That's the key because when you get older, Injuries that you would have bounced back quickly from. So what is that saying, Mike? When you're young and you're injured, what the, the hell? I mean, that means you just uh, what you're a basketball player trying to play football, Peyton Turner. Uh, I mean, you uh, got Marcus those, Davenport. Uh, because everybody's hurt in this league. You know that. Yes. People play through injuries, but to, in today's world. Bob, that's not the case for everybody. You can't People tell might me, think it is, but it's not. You cannot tell me all the games that Cam Jordan played throughout the years. And DeMario. That, 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 that all of a sudden uh, they're not banged up, uh, but they're still playing. Where you got, um, like, uh, sometimes with Davenport and, like, Peyton Turner. Now, I'm, I'm just speculating because I'm not the team trainer, the doctor, and all that. But it seems like it was always something. And then I think some some of those players, the younger players, I don't know if they're mentally tough enough, they realize to play football, now you look at the money and all involved, to play football, you're not going to be 100%. You have to be able to overcome that from a psychological standpoint. I might be only 80%, but the team needs me. And then all of a sudden, they're so worried about they're not going to be uh, dominant like they want to be because they're not 100%. See, that, that's, that to me is a mental thing. Uh, a lot of times when I look what occurred with Davenport, because you know he has the ability, the same thing with Peyton Turner. Now, I don't know how I always said this, Mike, 
like uh, and it's a tough job for Jeff Ireland and all them. How do you me- measure you a, play- a player's heart can't. or their mindset? Bob, they I've, can have all the ability, but uh, how do you know they're going to want to play all the time? I, I've done this for 37 years, and you got a guy who has barely been injured, hits the league, he's got one injury after another, after another, after another. Some people, you know, you, you hear George Kittle is a great example. The Iowa coaching staff said, man, George Kittle's a strange guy. I don't know about picking him real high. Look how long he lasted in the draft, and look how good he is. That's why none of this is exact. Not exact science. Nothing close to it. Thanks so much for the call, Jimmy. We appreciate it. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. We're finishing up our number one here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abier. We'll have some updates on the shootings out in Kansas City with Ian Ozan right after this news break here on the Big 870 WWL. Looks as though the Saints have uh, come to terms with a new running backs coach also. So we'll talk about Mr. Foster uh, right after our 5 o'clock news break here on the Big 870 WWL. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.